All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beak and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com that's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com. Hey, boys and girls. We are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Farrow. Oh, chocolate shit and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I bet rum not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, it looks like Bill is in. Hmm. I wonder if we're missing his cohort. Uh, could be. He's He's been busy doing a lot of grilling. Uh, we see Celeste is in. Greg Papallo in the house. Florida Hunt 9 Greg. Susan. Suki. Uh, Chuck. The Bortners. Frank. D.A. Frank. D.A. Frank or D.A. Warren? I don't know. Oh, detecting addicts. So we've got uh, we've got them coming in from Alaska. Nice to see. First and foremost, obviously, our links in the chat in the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, S and W Detectors. Uh, we've got AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, Ring Finders, Terry Shannon's website, Noka website. Midwest Refineries website. We've got Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect Dead Outdoors, All Metal Militia, and Crazy Spider Adventures. All on YouTube, we've got Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, and Detect America. All on Facebook. You can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube. And you can catch Shelly and Dawn Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, simulcasting, Facebook, YouTube. And we're here, you know, Spreaker, we, every now and then we'll throw some episodes over to Ohio Metal Detecting on YouTube. And you can always get your best audio quality from the archives for those that are dropping in and listening to the archives with us. So, welcome future listeners, I guess. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Either way, the Midwest has been hammered with storms, winds, hail, funnel clouds, Tornadoes, all sorts of stuff. We uh, here we've made it out from under the severe thunderstorm watch. We've made it out from under the tornado watch. Unfortunately, we're still under the high wind advisory for mm, I don't know another half hour maybe hour. Too long. Too long, either way. But we're glad to be out from under everything else, and thankfully, after all of the running around Friday night, and everybody saying that today, last night into today, that storm was going to be as bad or worse 
I think something happened. The storm shifted its path. It went north of us, and, well, we got plenty of rain. And we certainly had to win. But at least we, that was kind of pretty much all we had. Which is a plus, for sure. Definitely. That means I get to spend the next few days picking up everything that the wind decided to blow all over God's country. But that's the way it goes. And we got to learn some interesting things about <laughs> priests and homeowners insurance and all of that stuff over the past few days, too. Yard armor and all of that. And even got to spend a little bit of time on Facebook and see that some people, not mentioning names, not mentioning groups, but some people need to uh, <clears throat> do some self-educating and understand that there is a difference between a funnel cloud and a tornado. <laughs> Some people think that they're both one and the same, and they're not. So while many people are running around like chicken little, oh my god, we're all going to die, calling it a tornado, when it was just a funnel cloud, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Where does Facebook find these people, and where are their independent third-party fact-checkers? Who knows? Either way, we see that the other cohort has made it in there. See Ohio Relic Hunters in the house, Mike Rockwell-Met, Metal Detective in Central Illinois. Uh, looks like Dave is in. Welcome aboard. And anyone else that I may have missed? Not sure. Well, let's see here. And so far, knock on wood, but the way it looks, I think we've got smooth sailing for a few days. <clears throat> so, it may be, the weather looks like it may be well enough that, who knows, maybe we'll have to dig the smoker out Friday and do a large ham. I think it's a 10-pound bone-in spiral ham. That should be interesting. We'll see. And I'm sure Frank's done some grilling. He's always doing some grilling. I mean, he's he's down there. Uh, what was it? I believe he referred to it as just above the iguana line. <laughs> oh, but uh, speaking of which, congrats to Frank. Apparently, the manicure got gold on the beach today. Not sure what what uh what kind or anything like that. 
Not sure at all. And we see that Barb is in as well. Um, the winners that won the Jester's Grab Bags. By this point, their packages have in fact shipped. Um, and I want to say that uh, they both do have tracking numbers to follow those packages. So they should be arriving shortly, and we look forward to seeing the photos that they post up. Uh, hmm. Looks like Chuck did some smoking today. Did some ribs. Nice. Those always look tasty. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, looks like looks like maybe a three or four gram ten k piece of gold. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and we do have confirmation from Mike that yes, they have chipped. Yes, the winners do have the uh, respective tracking numbers. So we have all of that going on, and we do hope that uh, Greg is doing well. And hopefully not having too many issues. Uh, looks like he's saying that his, uh, his balance will be good enough, hopefully, in a few weeks to try and swing. Good. Good. We were wondering how that was going for you, and and definitely glad to see you in the chat there. And hopefully you're ready in a few weeks. And I mean, Florida Hunt Nine's just around the corner, so make sure and rest up, recover well, and get out there and and have a good time for sure. Uh, Hmm. Oh, Chris is even getting in on the action, too. Smoked some rainbow trout. I didn't see him post that up. Well, maybe I just haven't been paying attention since I haven't really been on Facebook all that much, which is fine. It's it's given me time to get different things done around here or attempt to get different things done around here and get some of these uh, projects off the list that, well, I'm still not necessarily... We've made progress. I just haven't got them off the list yet. I'll put it that way. What can I say? I mean, the weather hasn't cooperated. And these are... Kind of outdoor projects, so I gotta have the weather to cooperate so that we can get them done. We've got projects going on here, we've got projects going on at Suki's, projects going on everywhere. It's just that time. Spring is here, spring is sprung. Either way, it seems like Sunday the lines held 
So hopefully we're through all of any potential communication issues or, or power fluctuations, things of that nature. I think around here they've got pretty much everybody back on the grid now. So now it's just uh, unfortunately picking up and rebuilding from the the tornado that that tore through and and left quite a wake of destruction in its path uh Friday night uh just one of those oddities it, it seems rather strange that that thing ran as long of a trail as it ran I don't know but hey that's the way it goes so with knowing that we're still under the high wind advisory and everything, I'm not sure how long the show is going to be tonight, but we do have some information that we need to get out to the listeners. Plus it gave me a chance to kind of push the the limitations with the stern finger that Facebook's shaking at me for whatever reason. And it looks like we are coming out from under those limitations because I see that uh, the post did show up in Detect America so I'm assuming it showed up in the other spots we we just did a a small drop tonight just to kind of test the water and we'll see how it goes so, <clears throat> obviously, like we promised uh, Sunday, Chuck was mentioning that soon, very soon, there would be the option for people to enter into a Manicore raffle that will be raffled off at the DTH hunt. And I do believe we have the details about that tonight. Chuck put some thought into it and he finally finally figured out how he was going to work that uh, I don't know Maybe maybe he was still trying to figure out what color tickets he was going to use or something like that. Because it does make it work a little easier when you do have a couple of different colors of tickets. That way you know who kind of, you know, where which tickets were sold, I guess, would be the easiest way to explain it. But I don't have to explain it because Chuck's here. He can explain it. <laughs> oh, okay. How you doing? All right, now that it's... Uh, Dude, this crap's went east. I shipped mm -hmm. it out to Frank and down south even. Oh, even sent some of it to Barb, huh? Yep, it's on the way. Well... Man, that, there was a few tense moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. And boy, I had some major damage, but thankfully, just minor injuries in some of the area here. Right. And 
that's moved on. Uh, we had 16 tornadoes confirmed on the one day and a couple more the next morning. That was just southeast of here, but no damage out of them. So, well, that's and, good. And see, I'm sure that you know the difference between a tornado and a funnel cloud. Yeah, we got to go to the weather weather school. I've, I've <laughs> even before going to weather school, I knew what a tornado and a funnel cloud was. Yeah, the exactly. The timber and they're throwing the wood at you. That's a tornado. Get out of get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. If it's just a funnel cloud, sure, stand there and take a couple of pictures of it if you want. But if it's on the yeah. ground, you better move. That's right. When I when I and, saw that um, post, I kept thinking, you know what? I'm not saying I'm a meteorologist or anything, and I'm not saying I'm a storm chaser either. But I've heard enough traffic when the storms are going on and i've seen enough episodes of storm chasers and stuff like that and everybody's yeah. seen twister we should all know what yeah. the difference is between a tornado and a funnel cloud yeah so anyway that's that's hopefully water under the bridge we're done with them for a while yeah, it's uh, probably high like water under the bridge. That they're talking about we'll have some 80s next week, 70s, little dry time, that kind of stuff, and you can kind of maybe get caught up. But we're just I, getting into the beginning of this season of this stuff. So. Yeah, we could use some dry time. And unfortunately, uh, it sounds like the Almanac's calling for a wet summer. Well, it's going to be wet once they start melting up in Minnesota Minnesota they got some snowpack up there and yeah of course we got several rivers right here that mm -hmm. all drain that yeah you're gonna see your your uh levels rise yes so yeah well hopefully we can keep it within the, the river banks. man right but let's, let's, do it. Anyway, let's keep let's it within the banks before. <laughs> I got the man, of course, coming in. Even I got some happy campers here coming. So yeah, you're gonna have. You got a few of them fixing to show up. Yeah, and uh, they shipped to me today. Should be here actually tomorrow. So well, you can't that. beat that. No, no. But uh, that's good, and uh, gotta set one up for a guy and help him with it and see what we can do and. What I can learn from it, and, right. uh, but where I was going to take them, there's about a foot of water on it. So I guess that's kind of interesting too. When when say you've uh, you mentioned you had to set one up for a guy, so you're going to pull this out of the box. I'm assuming you're going to assemble it for him, charge the batteries up, make sure it's good to yep. go. Yep, I've done it. I've done two others like that, but it was short term. By the time I I charged them overnight, put them together, turned them on, was just messing around with them, walked out. I got a little test garden, swung it, and he was there. I was teaching him over the test garden, and I said, look, as far as all the programming, I said, it's there. We went through, we were looking at everything, and he left. He was out and gone and heading out, and the ground was still partially froze on that one. The other one, we had a little time on it out here, and we're running the test garden, and doing some other things and trying some gold on it and and it all responded well laying nails down and that nail i have one hole that has about six nails around an indian head painting and it was pinging it man it was showing me that indian was in amongst those nails really nice. nice 
That so, sounds excellent. So I was very impressed with it, but that, that's about as much time as I've got on them. I want to get some time on them. Right. So. No time to put Chuck's custom program in there because Chuck ain't got that's one That's right. Yet. We'll figure one out. We'll be talking, of course, Frank's down in the sand ground, but I've got sand ground too. Mine has no salt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure that... I'm sure that Frank can maybe throw some pointers in there on a custom program, maybe when it gets to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, that tornado Lacona traveled a long ways, Barb, on the ground, big wedge job with a tail tornado. It was twins. Um, Not that far from me either. Yeah. It was it was definitely dropping them all over the place for you the way it sounded. Boat. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. But let's talk Manticore and the raffle coming up. Right, we're raffling this through detecting the Heartland. They pick different groups in Iowa, Illinois, to receive funds each year. We've done it for derecho victims. We did it for. Helping the Boy Scouts uh, down at the one camp to keep that open to help them. I was able to turn over almost 800 bucks to them. Uh, did 1500 bucks for the ratio victims on monies made, that kind of stuff. So, you know, and this will be for the Children's Diabetes Foundation here, and it'll be locally Iowa, Illinois. And a couple of the, uh, one of the members, his son has a severe diabetic problem going on and some of the others do too so we're going to help them out right and hopefully help them out quite nicely and then we did helping hannah's heart and several others so and i and i some of the money they make goes to local charities around the quad cities and even helped out a foundation on john deere uh deere wyman house last year with some monies to keep that doors open to that place. So, you know, they pick and choose, and I try to support them there. Right. And we help even... us support that. And, yes, I will ship to Alaska. <laughs> I wondered if that's why he was in here going, hey, maybe I can get lucky again. So I've got blue tickets, and they're 20 bucks a pop. But if you want to be a high roller, i do uh, 10 for 50. That's what we were talking about. Josh and I were talking about. See, it's 20 bucks a chance, but if you want to be the high roller and spend 50 bucks, you'll get 10 tickets, kind of a half a wing pull there. So, um, arm, half arm length, whatever that works out to. And uh, you can go into Venmo or PayPal, AUMCS3 is my uh, link to that, and send it and in. Please put your uh, name and address and a phone number on there, so I can write it on the ticket. And it'll go in the bucket. We'll be selling them through the I and I Club and at the Hunt. The I and I Club and the Hunt will be the same color, but the online will be blue, and I got a full roll of green tickets to use. So we kind of work it that way and always have the, the cutest little kid that can come up pull the ticket for me so 
There's nobody saying, oh. Yeah, know. nothing's rigged. Nope. And it looks so, like we've already got people in the chat saying they'll take 50. Yeah. And I believe that's AUSMC at Yahoo. No, hey, I'll type it up on here right now. Okay. AUMCS3. Er, yeah, MCS3 at Yahoo, I believe. And Phil's asking, one ticket for 20 or 10 for 50? Yeah, that's what we're saying, Phil. So, you may want to, uh, you may want to make sure to purchase tickets. Although, uh, you'll be able to purchase yours in person if you'd like. Yep. Or and purchase a be, few online yeah, I and think some you two in are person. Going to the meet and greet. Let's talk about that. The meet and greet. I'll be oh, selling yeah. those tickets, but I'll be raffling some other things. And guess what? Tim came through, and I got four of those silver pull tabs, and one of those will be raffled up there on a buck raffle that night, or however we set it up. I've got a couple other That's things that'll be raffling exclusive. off. Yep. I promise them people for the diabetes group, a diabetes group, a thousand bucks. So I got to work here. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have to work very hard having a mana core for raffle. Yep. So well, there'll and, be all kinds of cool stuff, and there'll be things that can only be won at the meet and greet that night. And some be some cool stuff. I mean, I don't do detectors, uh, that kind of stuff. I'm doing a silver pull tab. There'll be some nice coins, things like that. Uh, maybe a silver dollar or two. Might even be some gold. I did that before. So we'll right. see what happens. That's going to make it very interesting for those that are in attendance. Right. I still right. say Phil ought to buy have, some tickets online and, if you and want in to person. mail a check. Well, yeah, you can do that, too. Some people talking, I don't do PayPal, that kind of stuff. Or you can do a credit card on PayPal. Mm -hmm. And try to do friends and family. Now, I had to switch. PayPal, I used to use PayPal here for doing remote purchases. They, It's called Zettle, V-E-T-T-L-E now, but it's all through PayPal. We'll see if it works. If you've got a problem, you can mail a check. we got well, time. And I do know there are a couple of people in the chat that, uh, <clears throat> in the past, they have not done PayPal and they've just sent check. But yep. uh, we can always get them that information if they're looking for some place to yep. send the check. They can always contact you on Messenger and get your Yep, your and I'll address. get them the address out and we'll take care of them. We're working for a good cause here. And it's just like I've been to Florida Hunt seven and eight and donated in let's see detectors that went in their general raffle and handed them fifteen hundred and fourteen about twenty eight hundred bucks in cash off of stuff I did that day and then gave them detectors. So All you right. know I support that. I've supported wounded warriors in the past and uh I kinda like doing that. Pay it forward as much as I can. Right. And we've even seen a couple of raffles come across for the uh, firefighters. 
Yep, and our firefighters association. So, and uh, that's always well used in the community. So, and well appreciated, I'm sure. Yeah, usually all that money's in the service side of it, and there are some things that they'll pick up uh, for the fire department and help pay for that kind of stuff. For the most part, it goes into the other well, church's food bank, and it goes into library stuff. Uh, we sponsor the kids' science night, and that kind of stuff helps pay for that. We sponsor, uh, they paint the road, and we buy, we get ice cream and hand it out while they're painting the road, and that's gotten to be a big thing. I think we eat as much ice cream as kids do, though. <laughs> well, you know, you got to keep the energy level up in case the tones drop, and you got to go deal with a fire. That's right. <laughs> ice cream's melting your hand while you're trying to put your bunker gear on. Right. Right. Yep. Of course, so, then again, you never know. Maybe you can just kind of sit back and have your ice cream and tell everybody else what to do. No, I don't work that way sometimes, but you know. <laughs> right. Well, you know, take take the wins where you can get them. That's right. But any 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 time that I can help somebody, I've, I've always done it, and been a big supporter of the outdoor groups and WTF and DU and that kind of stuff over the years. I even started a DU chapter here, ran it for fourteen years, and retired off of that. So we have a lot of fun doing this stuff, and. Uh, yeah, we'd like to see it benefit. I want to say, if I remember right, I think you've even done some stuff for uh, like the Outdoorsman Club or whatever, the uh, local turkey shoot or something like that. Yep, uh, NWTF National Wild okay. Turkey Federation. I was a sponsor of their coyote hunts and their their banquets. So, and I got involved with it. I like being in the outdoors all the time. So that's fun. right below zero or it's forty mile hour winds. After yesterday was almost 80. Uh-huh. It was it was a little blustery out there. Yes, but that passed us. I hope we don't have much more of that crap anymore. Yeah, yeah, so, no more of that, hopefully. No. It was certainly not the a good DA's time. DA's telling me just send it to Alaska. Okay, well, see if you win again, DA. Right, yeah, got it. And but, DA, just you know, next year, not this year, 2024, I'm going to be booked up up there again, so we'll get across paths again, buddy. And you got to remember, though, you can't win if you don't play. That's right. Kind of like a lottery ticket, but if you throw 20 bucks at it and you win it, you got yourself a... You got yourself a heck of a prize. Beat. And just ask Frank. He loves it. He takes it swimming with him. I'm pretty sure he takes it to bed with him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that thing strays very far from where he is. It's out on the patio when he's grilling. It's in the bathroom when he's in there. It's it's probably right. setting just off to his side when he's doing the show. Right, and Kim just hopped on. Hello, Kim. Yes, I did get that package. I've got those silver pro tabs. They're pretty neat, buddy, and I get settled up with you on that shortly. They are definitely something to see. They are neat, and it's 
It ain't your average pull tab. This, this is. is a chunky piece of silver. Yep, it's nice. It's oh, yeah. It's a very nice piece and sturdily built, and I like the way he's got it designed, so it's not just a push pin, it's a screw-on. Yeah, yeah, because these these uh, hat pins, they're, they're certainly not cheap, uh, so you want to try to keep a hold of it. And with the screw on back, that definitely helps. Right. And I believe... Yes, it does, very much so. I believe Tim was the one that gave him the idea for the screw on back. I, I Yes, he did. Yeah, Tim was telling us about that. Yes, he did. And there may be sometime this summer we're talking about maybe even giving one away a little later on the show. Right. But they're going to have to have their thinking caps on for that one. Yep. Yep. Same rules. But that'll start up shortly. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe after DTH. There you go. That that might be that'll give them all plenty of forewarning that that's right. It's coming. That's right. And we'll see. So how pay it attention goes. to what people are finding. That's all I'll say. Oh boy! It could be something that could be incorporated into that. Right. And you just never know. It it could be gold, it could be silver, it could be coin, it could be jewelry, it might even be relic. That's right. That's right. Hey, Tim, did you get any of those storms up your way? I know you got rain. We all got rain. Holy smoke. Oh, yeah. I mean, we left the house for just a very short time today. And as we were starting to come back, it was starting to sprinkle, and by the time we were back to the house, we were sitting in the truck at the back door going, eh, I think we'll just wait this out in the truck. <laughs> it was coming down pretty bad. Like I said, we had enough. Of, when I'm driving across fields that are two-thirds sand ground, kind of, you know, and they're flooded, that stuff generally drains like a sieve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got enough water right now. Yep, just just the way that was coming down here today, when when it did finally let up and we got out of the truck, I, I told Tim, I said, oh, look at that. Now I see all the spots where I need to add gravel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Funny how so, that works. Yes. And I guess... Uh, Chuck was doing some smoking today. Yeah, I did some ribs. It was a good meal. But yeah. it was it was a little tougher. They had to go a little longer. The wind and that kind of stuff. It was kind of keeping things cooler than what it should have. Well, yeah. Crank it up a little more. Right. Yeah, that I mean, getting groceries and doing some other stuff and getting done and talking with people and getting some stuff shipped off and yeah getting orders made getting orders shipped yep keeping busy 
and that's just on that side of thing that that's that's just on that side that ain't counting all the times that there's been tones dropped or anything like that and you've had to run off here or run off there blessed during these storms tones did not drop for us at all i would say the way it sounds you got very lucky medical calls in it that was it we were really blessed but when you got out around that boundary they were just Fulton and Clinton and or across the river and then down around the Quad Cities they were chasing their tails right yeah and it's it's unfortunate I mean hopefully there wasn't any serious injuries or anything like that and those that are still without power hopefully they get back on the bridge people in collapsed buildings on both sides of the river from the tornado the one gas station just literally shredded that. They ran in, the workers ran into the bathroom, and the building came down around them. Firemen had to dig them out, but neither one of them was injured. There was four in a collapsed building over here just across the river, about as a crow flies, eight miles, nine miles out, and one was injured. Then Dubuque had injuries. Southern Illinois, on the other hand, had fatalities. Oh, not good. No. So they must have got the the heaviest of the tornadoes. Yes, they did. Mm. And the ones going across to Iowa, they hit a couple like Charlotte, a few of the smaller towns brushed them, dropped some farms, unfortunately. I mean, but everybody was safe. Everybody did what you do out there. You go to the cellar and wait it out. And... uh, so and it all passed, and one was considered an EF four for quite a ways. It ran on the ground, but it was all corn country out there, and didn't do huge amounts of damage. But it had two tornadoes in the same. You could see it. They got great photographs of it or video. Here's the big wedge out front, and right behind it. Uh, looks like they. Uh, Wizard of Oz style tornado. <laughs> Naking around. So. But that. Other than that, and Frank scored some gold today. Did you see that? Yeah, 10K. Nice Must have found it at the bottom of his pool. Three to four grams, he's figuring. Yeah. 10K. That's cool. Yeah. Nice tone in it. Nice little piece. I mean, three grams, four grams, doesn't matter. Big or small, take all of it you can find. Yeah. So if if he's hitting gold with it now, he he's getting it dialed in pretty good. Just wondering if he was up on dry land or on the beach. I didn't catch that. He was on the beach. Now, whether Uh or not he was on the dry sand or the wet, I don't know. Yep. Don't know. But I I do know he was on, well, he was on a beach. I'll put it that way. I don't know what beach, but he was on a beach. Yeah. So it wasn't in his swimming pool. He got it in the wet pack. Oh. Put that up there. Yeah, there I you. see that now. And Lewis is in the house tonight. I'm seeing a lot oh. of high Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Welcome so, from uh, Vancouver Island. Yeah. And I yeah, imagine we could ship it to there, too, if he wants tickets on the Manicor. Well, there you go, Lewis. 
if you're interested in getting yourself in on a on a chance at a manacore, get a hold of Chuck. That that turned some heads, but that's all right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nope. So anyhow, no, it's all been good, and uh, it's over with, and it's going to be a cold night, and it's supposed to start ramping up. So. Yeah, I Might saw that. Able to get out in a couple of days, let this water drain off a little bit, and slug yeah. some mud. I did that the other day and got. Oh, I got a couple marks and had that kind of stuff. But what I really wanted to be was underwater. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the way it sounds, I'll bet there's some places there you're going to be slinging mud for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I did see that it, it does. It, it looks like it's going to drop down just a little bit, and then it's going to warm back up again. But so far, I mean, it's, we, it's weathering we get frost tonight. Around 30. Right. To 32. And whatever. Yeah, it's, Jason. It's weather in the Midwest. In no time. I don't want to hear anybody complain about it being too warm, that's for sure. Oh, I'm sure Frank's not. No. He's, he's probably got a couple of air conditioners running. It probably feels like you're walking into a refrigerator going into his house. Right. Right. Some people can do that, though. I guess he wanted to. He wanted a different uh, scenic view, but he still wanted that New Jersey chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's anyhow. Right. Yeah, Bryce complained about it's hot. Oh yeah. He probably had yeah. to change into his winter sandals. Yep. I don't know. We saw, though, it's it's going to drop just a little bit here, and then it's going to jump back up there. And there, it, it just doesn't seem like there's any happy in-between. We're still doing these big swings. Yep. And he says he's moving to Alaska. Well, I spoke with my sister-in-law the other day up there in Fairbanks, and she said they'd had it. A nice warm spell. I got into the 20s. Yeah. Frank's you know, not out in their flannel shirts working in it. They don't bother them up there. Of course, when it's minus 40. Frank's not. Time, 20, that's 60 degrees, and that's, that's good stuff. Frank's not moving to Alaska. He doesn't like the cold that much. How's it going, Frank? Hell no, I don't like the cold at all. I'm, 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 I'm complaining and quite happy down here in the 90 degree temperatures. Right. I got, I got to, I got to tell you, talking about dialing in that machine, I, I, I believe I have got it dialed in. Okay. And I got to tell you, I hit that, I hit a beach today. I, I pretty much know where my pool tabs are falling. I pretty much know where some of my, the bigger junk that I find on this beach is falling. And it's, it's a, it's a desolate beach, really. Not a whole lot of targets. Four or yeah. five, that, that, the machine beat four or five times. On that non-ferrous line, and it was a target every time. It was either a coin or it was the ring. Oh. Uh, once it's dialed, it, I, I'm telling you right now, it, it, it's doing stuff that the CTX doesn't do. Um, I, I, uh, I, I believe I'm sold on it. It's, it, it's, it's, it's just killing it right now. The machine is just killing it. Okay, by by saying it's doing stuff that CTX wouldn't do or couldn't do. Well, I don't. 
I, I just think the older technology, I think the slower processor, this thing, it, it loves tiny targets, but I, I, I hit a gold ring and this gold ring was small. And it hit, but one of the things I noticed, it hit on a 26. And on the beach with the CTX, you know, you kind of know where your range is. You pull that ring out and, it, and the whole time you're digging, that number's changing on you, but you kind of know what you got. This right. thing locked on, it never changed. It never moved it into a different category on that screen. It locked it and, and just stayed there the entire time, right out of the ground and air tested out of the ground, stayed the same number. Um, and I, and it, the folks, folks that are hung up on this more power thing, if you want to see more power, just, just more, more power is in that screen and what that, what that thing can do is separation <laughs> and, and target ID. That's right. where your power More is power is in the information. It's in the information. And, and, and it does, it thrives, it thrives in sketchy terrain. It, okay. it, it, because it likes to see so small and the, and the, the frequencies are so, are so well built. Um, it, it, it does, it, it, you'll find that increased depth when you're digging in trash. It, it picks stuff out. It, nice. it, it just sees stuff that, uh, that other machines can't see just because of the size that they see. And this thing, this thing likes to see deep and sketchy stuff. And on the beach, it, it does what they all do. It just does it really, really clean. And nope, it was quiet. That's... I mean, to tell you, when I first got it, I want to pull my hair out. Once you figure out your numbers and you dial in a little program, it's amazing. And that your 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 ferris guys are asking me about these ferris limits. Okay, you, you guys that use the knocks and you like that those ferris settings at F one and at F two. This is F one yep. and F two on steroids. Any junk target that falls in that ferris range, if you set your ferris limit so it touches that target at all. It right. may not blank it out, but it's going to make it sound like crap. Your, your good targets on that ferris line will come in nice and clean, and wherever you set that ferris limit, it's going to kind of take out that stuff you don't want to dig. And it, it that that ferris line, that non-ferris line, has never lied to me yet. Not well, once. now here's one for you then, and and, and answer the question in a sense. The processor speed is as fast as the Manticore, or is it faster? Do you feel it's faster or not? In in, in my opinion, Opinion, I I I don't, I don't know. See, it's hard. It, it, it's definitely processing different, and that could be a result of the bigger battery capacity. That, that's that's okay. the thing that I keep trying to get through to people. When you're when you have a metal detector with a battery, everything has to run off that battery. So when it, when you're on a target and that and that coil is pumping out frequency, it's draining what everything else on that machine can do. So just the fact that they added a second battery to it means you don't, right. you don't have that drop-off. So the, the right. targets come in tighter, they come in, they lock in better. Um, whether it's faster or not, it's really hard for me to say if it's faster or not. I, I like how it locks in better and how it sees in trash. Cause, because the, the knock sees in trash pretty good. The knock see, always sees us all small targets in trash well. It yeah. sees them half that size and twice as deep in the trash. Wow. Well, then yeah. here's one and for you, then. For is... here, Many of our fields, they change from one end to the other, from sand into like a bottom. We call it gumbo here. And it's right. thick and it's heavy. And I run that Knox. I was doing this the other day in the one field that has heavy iron presence. And right. I run it in all metal mode in a parts one setting 
and it it was just the other day in that trash it was hammering stuff now in your opinion do you think once you dial it in a little bit you'll not hear that ferris well here's the thing depending on how powerful that ferris comes in you may hear some of it but here's the thing if you dial in those ferris limits so that you again this is a very interactive machine you you need to use that screen for all it's worth so when you hit it when you hit a ferris target you hit hit non you know not good targets you'll get that blob on the screen you'll get that signature telling you where that target's lying when you set the ferris limits down so that those blobs are touching the, the new ferris limit you've set you may still hear it but it will not sound good it'll sound crappy and your good targets will come in crisp and clear and 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 and, and tight edge and the stuff that that ferris limit is kind of is kind of touching kind of it doesn't necessarily all go away but it goes it, it turns it into a frequency you're not a signal you're not going to dig Okay. It kind okay. of the real, real powerful iron stuff may just get erratic, not make it become a very sketchy signal. You will eliminate that iron falsing that sounds like a coin. It will go away. Okay. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to find out a little bit about it this weekend. I'll have one in my hands. And yeah, and, 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 and I tell everybody. Listen to the guys who've been testing it and have set up programs. When I first ran the machine, I was finding stuff, but it was driving me nuts. That the noise was was crazy. I mean, it, it rings off everything. It's so sensitive, and if you're not setting up a discriminatory program, it wants to ring on everything. Okay. I, I well, but you were I know, ISO and coins. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of my beach targets, my third target. And I ran it on a beach today, and it's, it's not a huge beach, but it's a used beach, and that sucker ran quiet unless I was hitting a target. And you got to figure, when you were first running it, you were running it basically right out of the box to see what it could do yeah, before you started it tweaking exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The only thing I played well, this will be interesting. I'll probably be pulling my hair out by the end of the day. I know that. Well, yeah. with... You, you, you will... You will until you wrap your head around it, and I gotta tell you, the, the, the most important thing that I found on that machine so far is that non-ferrous line because it will not lie to you, and that that um, that ferrous limit it, it's, it's an amazing thing. Once you set up a couple blockout targets where you know you're taking out the trash, you're kind of like we used to do on the exchange too, but you have to do this on the screen. Holy mm-hmm. crap! It, it was a different machine. It, it, it runs, and I, I'm lucky because I got three or four people around the country. We've been kind of pulling our brains, and uh, and uh, it, it's I I, I I didn't know if it would become my go-to. I didn't know if I could let go of the CTX, but it, it's CTX. I think is taking a back seat right now. Okay. So you're kind of running the Manicore think tank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. this is why I'm picking his mind, and I've got another one I'm talking with that. Bought one from me. It's pretty knowledgeable. He had the thirty thirty for years, and right. the first week or so, he was doing like he was killing it. And then all of a sudden, he he started down the same path that Frank has talked yeah. about here. And well, he's, he's just and, knocking it, and he's going back to areas that he had so much trash, iron now, mostly iron, yeah. uh, in these old sites. And he's knocking it. He he really is. He's he's pulled so, some. Like I said, well, and you got to figure when you go 
you got to figure, though, when you go from one machine to a new machine, there's always going to be at least a little oh, bit yeah. of an acclimation period. And, and guys that ran that CTS, I get it, man. It, it's, P, it's PTSD because, you know, you know what we went through to learn that machine and to start right. that process over again wants to drive you nuts. But the, 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 it's the, worth real, it. the one real I found was with every every bit of 18 inches deep, I tell everybody, they're like, oh, no, it wasn't. It was every bit of 18 inches oh. deep. His area was full of trash. When you get into that trashy area, it just sees better. It sees smaller. It's picking through it better. And I'm using, I'm, I'm using stock coil. I'm not, I mean, I haven't even thought about getting a smaller coil on this thing yet. But yeah, that, it's all about wrapping your head around it. And once you do, you're, you're, it'll, it'll change you. You'll, you'll, you'll understand what they did. You'll totally, and it, don't, don't get hung up on this power, guys. Oh, it's only one watt. This thing's got a ton more power, and you're going to see that power by, you know, a hundred target IDs potential. It's going to separate stuff that was lumped in with your other machines. It's going to separate that into individual targets. So you're going to be able to pick out your trash better by the numbers alone. The the Ferris line, I wish the CTX had that. It's it's a it's a game changer. It really really is. And the Ferris limits took the, took the Ferris settings that Mind Lab had that the most of the machines have. It takes it to another level because it. You can do so much more. It's not preset. You can dial it in. You can dial it back to, to whatever terrain you're using. So, yeah, once yeah. you get everything kind of your head around it, and then you can save the ones you like, save the programs you like. Cool. And, Lewis, I'm going to answer a question here. Lewis is saying it's funny we hear so much about the new Manticore, but very little about the Knox. Okay. I've got some reports on the 900, and, and my guys that have picked them up and gals, are loving the 900 for several different reasons. Um, one is it seems to be sturdier. The arm cuff is adjustable. It's it, it's a copy of the newer arm cuff on the 3030 where you can adjust it. Ratchets up and down. Uh, and they like the balance. They like the screen. And they like the... the coil ears are beefier. Yeah. The coil areas are beefier, but they like the broader range of the tone IDs and yeah. the sensitivity, and they're they're getting more out of the 900 than they did out of the 800. That's what they're telling me. So uh, I've ran that a little bit. I liked it, but you know I'm kind of like Frank. I like the 3030 and and what they've incorporated now into a frame the size of the. Eight nine hundreds, six and sevens. Exactly, and that's what's got nice. me so intrigued. With and it, it has more a longer running battery in it, the way I understand it. So we'll see. We'll see how this works know out. About that, Chuck. I don't necessarily know about the longer running battery. Okay. Um, I've got one guy telling me he guy, seems so to get more out of it. I I I seem to be getting about. Well, I mean, in comparison to the Knox, I don't know. I seem to be getting about 10 hours out of the battery. 10, maybe 11 hours out of the battery. I get 21 on the CTX. Um, it's not That's as still respectable, though. Oh, no, no. It's not, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm complaining. I, I, I've never right. run out of, of juice with this thing as of now. It's a long charge. So don't think you guys are going to throw this thing on. It's going to be charged in a half hour. You're going to go detect it. If you're going to detect it tomorrow, plug it in and let it sit because this is a nine hour charge. Right. Right. The first charge on that first charge on the Manticore was fourteen hours until it, it popped off. 
Now it's gotten wow. a little bit better, but it's still running eight to nine hours charge. Well, now I'm curious with you talking about uh, the the Ferris and the the trashy areas. We all know how some of the mine labs like to kind of chase the bent, deep nails God. in in a high-moisture environment. But it that, sounds that, like that's, that's been alleviated a little bit. Yes, that, that bent nail false signal that everybody chases because it sounds like a coin is over. It, 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 now, it'll, it'll still false if you're, not, if you're not playing with your settings. Once you dial that in... Um, once you dial in that ferrous limit, and just, you don't even have to, you don't have to overkill. If you overkill, you're going to eliminate targets, guys. But you, you just dial it in enough, you'll see that bent nail on the screen. And the bent nail is a weird animal because these bigger bent nails, they have a tendency of going through the ferrous line, the non-ferrous line. Right. And that that point, where, that point that it crosses through the non-ferrous line is what gives you that falsing. But if you if you dial in that ferrous limit just enough to touch that signature on the screen. It just right. has to touch just the piece a piece of it. The falsing is gone and the, the iron, even if it's big screaming iron, is going to be it's it's not it's going to sound like something you're not going to dig. Okay, so, and then my other thing just like the F one and F two. The F one and the F two gave gave you some see through technology, took some of the falsing out, kind of eliminated bottle tops and, and that there's weird tones. This is Again, this is this is F one and F two on steroids. Exactly, and that was my other thing. Is if and maybe the jury's still out on this, and I would suspect it is. But if this is like F one and F two on steroids, we saw what the updates for the Equinox did with the addition right. of the F two and and how it was supposed to help bottle cap reject, basically, and myself anyway. My opinion, I was never completely sold on the F2 feature because there's so many different alloys and bottle caps out there that once exactly. you start discriminating that's them right. out, you're missing good targets. Especially that, the that's where the thing thrives, though. That's where it thrives because it's, it's almost like in the old days, they they knew what bottle what, what kind of range bottle caps produced, so they preset F1 and F2 to kind of hit that range. This, you're actually... Right. Looking at the screen and seeing where it is and dialing your ferrous limit into where it is. You don't have to take it out completely. It is still kind of a see-through filter. It's not necessarily made to eliminate the target, but it definitely takes the falsing out and it takes, it takes the good green right. sound that, that really hot iron might produce. It takes that away. And just like with the CTX, by using the audio response in conjunction with the information on the screen, yeah, you're gonna kill it. Yeah. And if you if you set that if you set that thing to take out that iron or, or, or address that iron, lower your your iron volumes and stuff like that, you're you're running without any fear of the iron. You you really are. It's it's really again. This is where the more power comes in. They keep paying more power. These are functions that a lot of machines have, and a lot of machines work well with it. This well, this takes it where you don't you don't ever have that squishy moment where like oh god the iron's coming through. This thing works probably if you're eliminating an iron target, if you're eliminating that that false intent, this is probably working effectively ninety plus percent of the time. It's not like no. you're going to have a drop off in power, and this is all because of the increased capacity of power. Not right, that that's. Pumping, the flames out of the coil, but everything in it now works 
better because it all has enough power to operate at full efficiency. Well, that's and that's what, that's what I was excited about hearing more batteries. And that's what I was going to say was, you know, and, and you know this as well, depending on, say, with other machines, depending on what settings you're running dictates your battery life. And sure. in those machines, they only have so much voltage that they can dedicate to all of these exactly. different features. Something now, with having the power thing comes in, but I got a I got a question on here. Hang on, geeks. Hang on. Jason's asking. So, can you use the RMB battery on the Manicore, the same RMB battery that you will use on the Knox? Uh, that I can't answer yet. I don't yeah. know if that can be. I don't. I don't see why not. I don't see, I don't why, see not why not. But yeah. I can't answer that for see. you, Jason. But we will find out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That that would be interesting to know. I I would have to assume because yes. Lots, but a lot of people are having see. hard time getting RMB batteries now. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But what I was going to say was that you know now with this expanded battery capacity, basically because of the secondary battery some of these features or circuits aren't having power stolen away from them. So Exactly. They're not fighting they're not fighting for their, their, their portion of the pie. Right. You're able to give them the full power that they want, which obviously in in the right hands, you know, as you start to tune it in, that is going to become a lethal combination out in the field. And, and one, of, one of the things that people don't realize, and, and guys, again, guys with these videos that are screaming that mind lab line, okay, <laughs> any, any technology that broadcasts a signal, okay, when you, when you turn that machine on and you get that first hit, that first pulse of energy is not all it takes to find the coin. The secondary pulses, you, you, that thing is, that thing's a pulse of a thousand times a second. Those secondary pulses are just as important for the, for the, the, the processor on board to identify your target. And what right. happens with a lot of technology is the secondary pulses drop off. That's why sometimes we get a target, boom, I got a hit, and then it's gone. The secondary pulses drop off because there's not enough power. Not that it's not enough voltage, it's not enough capacity to power everything you've got going on. If you're on at exactly. your hunt at night and you've got, you know, you're running your, you're running this set of headphones, you're running your light, all the stuff. That's all power that's being taken away. Right. From you're, you're the running the vibrating handle. Exactly, and I don't you don't you don't see that with this. Everything everything just feels very very tight, and and there's, there's plenty of power to go. And again, Mind Lab's not telling any of us this is what it, they're doing, but it's obvious when you when you really get into it that that's where you see that that's where you see the power. That's where you see the increase in the in the in the uh, capacity of that battery. Right. And I've said from the beginning, it's going to be a beast in the field. Whether I mean, I'm not saying it's the end all be all of machines, but uh, there's there's definitely some places I, I'd be interested in putting that through. Exactly, and that's why I don't I don't even when we do the reviews, I, I don't compare it to any machine. I compare it to what the manufacturer said. I've right, done the, the legend. It's awesome. Legend's an awesome machine. The legend works like a champ. Uh, Steve got a legend now. Um, wow! And uh, I, 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 I do it to, I do it. I compare it the price to what the manufacturer says it can do, 
And I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't aggravate you. And guys that have, have had the machine two days are like, oh, Mind Lab Live. I can tell you, you know, whether you think it's the best machine in the world or it's not the best machine in the world, they didn't lie to you. Because I can see, I can right. see the differences. And when I can, when I'm going to sit here and tell you that I'm going to be putting the CTX down a little bit more now, that, that, that says something because I didn't think I'd ever give up that machine. Yeah, exactly. That, that is saying something right there. And you're right. I mean, we we saw it with the Equinox when it was released. A lot of people were going, oh, well, you know, when you compare it to the CTX, you can't compare it to the CTX. That's like apples to oranges. No, you can't. Yeah, exactly. It really it's is. like comparing it. I got guys that are the E-Track users. Uh, it won't do this. It won't do that. I said, "Wait a minute. Hold my beer. I'm going to show you what it will do." And what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Listen, guys. I, I, if I find a reasonable place, price e-track out there, I'm grabbing it because it's a silver monster. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've said it before. If you walk onto a field with an e-track, silver right. just jumps up out of the ground. That's it. I surrender. Yeah, those no, things are wicked on hands silver. Down there is it. But and I wanna, it I wasn't wanna say good that I, in the extreme yeah. iron range, it got masked a lot. And, and that's the thing people got to remember. I mean, not, and I hear that, it, it, guys. Listen, we we have we are developing the technology. It, it's moving forward. It, it's I mean, as much as I love, as much as I wanted to get a tattoo of the CTX on my arm. <laughs> we kind of knew it at some point in time. It, it had to get better, right? And let me put it to you this way: if they come out with a new thirty thirty that's on the the the, the uh, technology with eight to twenty eight frequencies, like the CTX has, yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, it, this this machine makes me excited about what's what's next. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Because this. This is one of those machines that it literally could breathe new life into an old site that you thought was hunted yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's 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 a it's, it's fun to use it in. It's actually really fun to use it in trashy areas because with the Ferris limit set in place, all the stuff that drove you nuts every day, you know, oh, should I dig this? It it kind of eliminates a lot of that. Not not that it gets rid of it, but it makes the good target shine. You right. Can, yeah. You can pick out the good target, and uh, it uh, yeah. So it it it, it definitely it that so far other than and I and I and I go on record as saying this again. I am not completely happy with the build. Uh, I I think I it, as soon as there's an aftermarket uh, a chassis for it, I might consider that it hasn't broken. It hasn't done me wrong. And I, I'm just, I, and I'm not a fan of that lower shaft. It kind of drives me nuts a little right. bit. There are but things that, that you said, thought could have been done better. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like with any engine machine out there. Right. Um, but other than that, dude, I mean, the, the machine is absolutely, you know, Lewis saying the Manticore is intended to be the replacement of CTX, not according to MindLab. MindLab, what they thought, now there could be BS until the CTX are, are, are sold out, but MindLab said they are not stopping production. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, production on the CTX. They are or not the stopping Equinox, production yeah. at this time on the 800 and or 600. 600. Yeah. They flat told me that. And I said, okay, because 
there'll be a point, you know, what they did, like what is, let's use the E-Track for an example. It came to a point that it had been out distance in sales from the 800 to the 600, and that particular level of technology that was in the E-Track, I'm not talking 3030 now, right, had been eclipsed by faster processing. Exactly. Exactly. Lightweight machine that didn't tear your arm up because the E-Track is not the most comfortable machine to run. No. It isn't. It's, it's, no. it's tough on your it's, wrist and It's arm. a killer machine, but exactly. it can also kill your elbow, too. Right. We, we always said that the CTX was, was heavy, but it was very, very well balanced. It had been ergonomically. Yeah. The we sat down go with them. the Manicore back to the CTX and see what happens. <laughs> they sat down with us in conference, and they brought out just the frame of the 3030. And there, no coil attached, just the, right. just the frame. And asked us what you thought, and this kind of stuff. And they took input from us, and they said, we have had a ergonomically designed detector here for the first time. We had specialists look at it to get the best balance for the heavier machine. And right. I can swing the 3030 longer than I ever could the E-Track, hands down. And that's because absolutely, absolutely. of the way it's balanced. And it outweighed it. It surprised me how long you can swing that for as heavy of a machine as it is. You yep. can't. You, we swung that thing all day long because it just it just sat very balanced on your arm. There was no it did me good. It no did me very head. well. It always has. I still love it. But being in the position that you're in, and and you're running different machines, and you're learning different machines, and some of the stuff I got to stop back. I had a guy come up and want a program change manually in an e-track, and I had to stop and sit back, and I said, okay, <laughs> let's step back. And I got a book right, here, I gotta and think I'm about this double check on these settings, and I set him up on it. And the right. 3030 is the same way. I haven't been using it as much. I've been using uh, Legends, um, I, the Deus, to get halfway dangerous on us, and the 800, now the 900 I've had some use on. I've had no time on the Manticore to speak of whatsoever. You, you're moving forward with it, but you got to step back every once in a while. Somebody's got that technology that this all branched out of. you got to step back and relearn yourself how to set it back up. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Lewis Bean. You're, you're right, Lewis. You, know, you, you, can buy, you can buy two legends. And, and, and again, I don't, don't, ever, don't ever look at my reviews of these machines and think that I'm trying to Put one over the other. I if I had to wake up tomorrow and then and the machine I had to use with a legend, I'd be quite happy using it. Um, the legend right. is a great machine. And yeah, um, I've been following Lewis the, here. He's had some good some good comments. Yeah, absolutely. And this, this is about. This he's thinking that it's the replacement about. of thirty thirty. I don't think so quite yet, Lewis. I think you're going to see another higher dollar unit. Oh, yeah, I've I've got to say I don't this. think so, but. But, like Frank said, you know, if this is what the Manicore is doing now, that just makes some of us that much more excited for what does come next. What does actually I, I have to acknowledge? I have to acknowledge Steve Pacifica because he thinks I'm ignoring him, and he's right. But <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like I said, what, what sticks in the back of my head is, Yes, the, the PTX thirty thirty is is ten years old. The processor is slower, oh, but at yeah, the same way time, slower. remember, 
28 frequencies. Imagine if that can get put into a machine right. today with today's build. Right. I, I, I just, I just don't, I don't think this is the end. I think there's, I think that it may be Here's, down the road, but something else is coming. If you look at, at it like I look at it on the business side of it, let's look at what they've done. They want faster, lighter. They've went into the waterproof like they should. Most of the companies had. I, I, right. There's one that needs to step up to that a little better. That's called Garrett. Seriously. <laughs> um, Things like that because people are are doing all types of hunting in all types of conditions and getting out further and more extreme, and they want them simpler. Right. So you don't have to really wrap your head around it. You can pick a fields program, turn it on, and you can go out. You can pick yeah. a wet beach or dry beach, or you can pick a parch one for general hunting, parch two for fine jewelry, that kind of stuff. Uh, you can do these where the parts, believe it or not, parts one and parts two in sand does as well. But Quite well, actually. It does. I got I to tell you, Chuck, I got to tell you, I, and, and I, I, I think people think I'm making a joke. I don't use the beach mode on the beach. I, my, my, my program is set up in there. I, I think it's field. I forget what it is now. I built it in field mode and. I ran them back and forth with their beach mode, and I ran them back and forth with this field mode. Don't get people don't get hung up because it says beach. It's simply a different package of frequencies and, and, and filters. Run what what works. Until I built this program, the the best saltwater program I was using was their dirt program, trash reject. I was using that in the water it was quiet and some big. But now I kind of built an isolation program. Where I'm taking out specific things that's working. The, I, I have, I honestly, God, I don't run the beach program on this machine. Right. Good. I, I, in Aruba, I used a, two different little programs I'd set up, one in a parks two and one in a field, and I was getting deep, I was getting small pieces of jewelry, I did not score a big high dollar ring, but there were so many guys out there, it was crazy. But exactly. it, it performed phenomenally for me in those in the water and on the beach. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having fun with the machine. I'm, I'm definitely having fun with this machine. I'm I'm having fun with that 800 and, and a little bit with the 900, but I'm out of 900s now, so I'm waiting on that. But there's going to be a manicure in use here this coming weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got and, and and guys, guys who get the manicure, I know Mind Lab tells, and I'm not bashing Mind Lab. I know Mind Lab tells you, oh, it's a turn on and go. It's not a turn on and go, but it's well, worth the time. That and goes back to like we work. said, and there's an in run for them on that. They can big box store it. Yeah, goes out, and they say, oh, it's ready to go for you. It's not. Well, and and, and that all goes that all goes back. Them watching YouTube of all the setups that are coming out, and people learning from that, without having to have a but dealer or a club member or somebody that. teaching you stuff, they want to keep it simple. Right. Well, so. and that that goes back to what we were saying a while back, and and the three of us were in agreement about that is that the Manicore is it a good machine? 
yes, it seems to be a great machine. Is it a machine that a newcomer to the hobby should get into? No, probably not. It's, it, let's look at the gold machines they're producing, the 1,000. Listen, they said, they said the CTX3030 was turn on and go when it came out. <laughs> yeah, huh. well, it wasn't well, like it, that. It was, but you didn't utilize its true potential. That's it. You gotta, you gotta. No, I've been, I've been through six CTXs in my life. I've, I've had as many as two or three on hand because I didn't want to be without it. Every CTX I've ever got, the first thing I did was wipe out vacuum programs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just couldn't use them. Well, and I can remember uh, when I had to send because I loved running the CTX, much like you did. Uh, right. But when I had to send it in for repairs. I had to revert back to my e-track, and that's when I realized how much of a night and day difference there was in the ergonomics of it, and then it just got to the point where the CTX was simply too heavy for me to utilize, so that's why I had to go to an Equinox. That's what has me so interested about the Manicore. I know uh, me and Chuck had been talking some time back, and I had told him about an area not far from me that me and another guy have have worked over and worked over and worked over and worked over. So much, in fact, that I was out hunting one day with someone else, and I saw him wander over into this area. And I left him go. I didn't say anything. They were over there for 20 minutes and come back, and I asked him, I said, do you have any luck? I seen you kind of, you know, getting down and looking at the ground, picking up your detector, looking at the screen and all of that. And he says... It's the strangest thing. What's that? He said, I kept looking at the screen because I thought maybe my battery died or something. I don't hear anything over there. It's a dead zone. And I know there's still got to be good targets there. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing I learned about my lab as it progressed, I was with the Explorer series and the and the SE Pro and moving forward, and when the E-Track came out, and the SE Pro. I'd learned that SE Pro pretty well, but they straightened the 12 line out, Frank, and right. that yeah. made all the difference in the world on the jumping from the SE to the E-Track. There's a place over in Clinton, Iowa, called Hawthorne Park. There had been a school there. I heard it while the school was still standing back in the late 70s, early 80s, and I thought, you know what I'm going over? They tore the school down. And I started running that e-track. I was literally having to clean up clad coins and other stuff before I was getting the depth. Right, that to get to the good targets. I was cleaning up silver in there. And an old gent come over and he goes, sweet. He said, you find, you're not going to find anything in here. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I hunted it for years, about six of us. We used to hammer this. There's nothing here left. He said, I had a F-70, or he had a Fisher. Um, Several of them had the newer whites. Well, from about zero to six inches, it was all clad. At six inches right. to a foot, it was just thick with uh, Then silver. it changed, right. I yeah. was just cleaning up Indian head pennies to one corner where the, the trolley stopped. I got more of the school trolley tokens than you can imagine and that kind of stuff. And Indian head pennies around that corner were just thick. And that... that, that yep. E-Track was eating it up, and then I've yep. taken the 800 back there and even found stuff that the E-Track couldn't get. 
Now I want to take the basketball back. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, it just, it was phenomenal. Wife would come over, have the dog, and she'd be sitting there reading a book, and I'd walk over, and I was showing her what I was getting. I was getting gold rings. I was getting some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I got a silver owl bookmark. And nice. Really pretty thing. And she says, oh, I like that. I'm keeping that. That's for me. And um, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And, yeah, oh, yeah, that happens. Oh, that's not yours. Okay, fine. Sit there and read your book. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and that was proof to me at that point. And I was selling them. I was selling back in the SE Pro era and before it. And uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I mean, it was just such a – once you wrapped your head around the E-Track and how to set it up, it was killer. Oh, yeah. And this place that I was just talking about, I, like you were saying, that gentleman told you, I, everybody and their brother with a metal detector has been all over this place for at least 45 years. Yeah. And I still pull silver halves, silver dimes, Indian head pennies, uh, every now and then an 1800s gold ring. Right. So well, I know yeah, there's more targets. In the corner of the park is a small ball diamond with a backstop. And that was just thick with clad. I mean, literally thick with it. And I worked mm -hmm. that, and then I'd start popping stuff up. But on home plate, and they had uh, sugar clay just for home plate and the bases. They didn't have it totally covered. I went in there, and I was getting a high-level hit on the E-track. And I'm going, geez, that's, that's like a half. I dug down, I dug down, and finally, standing perfectly on edge, and I don't know how many guys have hunted this over how many years, including me, I pulled a 22-piece dollar out. Nice yep. job. And that old yeah, boy that, was that, standing there when I did it. Yep. That's the thing. That the, new, the new machines see smaller. They're going to see on edge better. Yep. I mean, we listen, we, we, we you know, Guys are like, how much better can they get? Well, when you started detecting in the 70s and 80s, and you liked the machine you had then, and compare it to the, the low-priced machines of today, there's, there's no comparison. Technology is, is moving forward. And uh, yeah, it, 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 you, can't, you can't not go back to some of these old places you dug with the older yeah, machines. Yeah, the, the machines that we have at our disposal today, if we could take those back to the places that we were hunting when we were first getting into oh, the hobby, oh, look out. Oh, yeah. oh, man. I've thought of that many times. But, you know, and uh, Jason says that uh, he believes that the uh, Xterra Pro is the new turn-on-gold machine. Yes, you're probably right on that because they had to introduce something that had to be able to compete with the Simplex. Absolutely. In right. price range. Now I you got agree. three different frequencies, not one that you can slide a little bit for EFI. You've got a fully waterproof machine, uh, 269 bucks, and then you got to buy a set of headphones or whatever, or earbuds. But <laughs> yeah, yeah find a set. <laughs> Aquatex. Everybody, everybody can afford that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That, to, that's you, not you a machine that won't that break the bank. Yeah, you have to have something in that price range, no matter who you are. And there's everybody exactly. at different levels and price ranges. They'll be out. They'll be comfortable with the machine. It'll be easy to exactly. use. 
you can find a hundred different YouTube videos of a hundred different guys giving you their opinion on how to run it. And you'll just and they're all going to tell you something different and learn the machine, but it is not that difficult to learn. Right. And they're all going to tell you something different. That's why you got to get your information from a reliable, reputable source, trusted source. I got it. O-R-H, you must be old because I haven't heard the word, the word Micronta in years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Care, careful, though, Frank. Uh, he's he's not that... He's not necessarily all that old. And he's just even older. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I hadn't seen that for a long time. I know. Right? That's cool. <laughs> now I and they were talking earlier. Really remember, did you ever mess with the Bliss tool? I, believe it or not, Bliss tool, the, the, the dealers that were here sent me one. And, uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to diss a machine, but it, it was one of the shortest lived machines in my collection ever. I, I knew I had to send it back. I was, I was kind of pleased to do so. <laughs> right, I and too many knobs a, and switches. I met Josh, the, the kid from Florida that was trying to distribute them, came up to what they call Detectapalooza with Ron Guinaldo, <laughs> and I yeah, I was right there. Tool. I saw this and happen. Ron, a bunch of us tried this. You had, I mean, I've never seen so many different controls that oh, you yeah. had to constantly kind of tweak. Yeah, it was like the old the old pulse induction where you're constantly trying to tweak it in, and then and at least the pulse induction didn't have nine hundred buttons on it. Yeah, oh it's like God. sitting in the cockpit of a space shuttle or something. Oh yeah, it was constant, and I just thought, oh boy, ooh. So yeah, there there have been some people who thought they had better ideas that didn't quite work but yeah, it's the same some, way you know sometimes well, there, you just I, can't I, I, build there, there a better mouse out west. there was a crew of people out west that were that were pushing 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 that blistol but i and when i when i finally got one and again i, I wasn't I, I just the look of it i was like it, it intimidated me i wasn't i wasn't going to buy one and they got one and i went out and i played with it like i gotta be crazy to try and go out and and use this thing in the field Yep, and, and, and it was kind of heavy. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, some people fun. did make some really good finds with them, but they just, they weren't very long-lived. Nope. Nope. Nope, not at all. So well, all guys, the I'm machines that have come and gone, and they're still doing it. And then we got the Chinese knockoffs out there. I saw another pinpointer yeah. ad here recently that, you know, showing the guy swinging his pinpointer on his hands and knees, and I'm like, okay, folks, you know. And finding gold. Or the guy the guy that's dragging the pinpointer behind him with a string, and he finds a pot of gold. And probably yeah, holding that. it the wrong way. Yep, yep. So, you know, they're fishing big time. So right. anyway, boys, uh, hey, Frank, I'll be talking to you. All right, buddy, I'm, cu- I'm cutting out, too, because i got to get up early and uh, take the manicure back on a different beach tomorrow. Oh, don't right. get it too dirty. You have to take a swimming again. I well, got to take it to pool. thanks for <laughs> dropping by and talking some manicure with us there, fellow geek. 
Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, somebody back in there, I can't remember who it was, part two of the Manicor discussion starts Wednesday. That could be. <laughs> you just never know that. around here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All, All right, right, guys, have a good night. You, you too, too Frank. Stay safe down there. Hey. See you later. Hey. You get him on your show there coming up. He'll, he'll, he'll keep going blah, 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 okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right night all stay if safe we have out to. there glad the storms didn't get you thanks yep. josh and hey if you want that ticket the information's on there if you want to send a check pm me i'll give you the address to send it to and we'll get you in on this drawing for the manicores is coming up and if you missed the information all you've got to do is pm us and we can get you steered in the right direction and right now you guys have the first opportunities to get those tickets it's only been brought up on here. We'll leave it that way this week. We'll try to put a blog up on that on my site here eventually. And uh, but you got the first crack at it, guys. And remember, the last one went to Alaska, and it was that's right. It was from an online program. purchase from the show. That's right. All it right, pays Jack. to listen. That's right. Have a good night. <laughs> you Thank too, you. Chuck. Bye bye. Oh, and you never know, Steve. If you need if you need to poke him and prod him a little bit, maybe I can jump on and poke him and prod him a little bit. And I'm sure I'm sure we can get him going and uh, continue the manicure discussion. <laughs> oh, either way, uh, always always a good conversation especially when you get the three of us rolling like that good lord there so much information gets packed into such a short amount of time that it'll just about make your head spin but uh there's an, a lot a lot of experience that comes to the table when you're listening to Beyond Sight and Sound or Detect America. A lot of experience that comes to the table. <laughs> Which translates into a wealth of information for the people that do follow the shows because in the end, you all win out there in the field. And that's the important part. Have a wonderful evening, folks. I got a roll.